Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. Yes, so today is a beautiful day. Tell your neighbor it's a beautiful day. Yeah, what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, is what the Lord has prepared for his people. Yeah, I'm so excited to be bringing the word today again. I'm so honored. I honor you, Pastor Alex, my father and mother, Mommy Faith, wherever you are. Thank you for loving me and for seeing greatness in me. Yeah, I'm married my husband is preaching in Iganga. Yeah. Yes. I love you, dear. And I know you're going to minister in power. Yay. <laughs> yes. And I also like to uh, send shout outs to uh, my friends and family from Global Junior School, Mokono. I know they are watching. I was shocked. I was there yesterday and they were like, yeah, we watched you last time. I'm like, okay, you guys are watching. <laughs> so, hello, guys, and I know you're watching. May the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Yeah, let us pray. Father, King of glory, I want to thank you for this is the day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it, Lord. Father, the Bible says that the entrance of your word brings light. As it is bringing light in our hearts this morning, Lord, I thank you because you're working in us to take us to greater levels in our lives. Lord, may your word yield in our hearts. May this word never leave us the same. And as you're touching our hearts, Lord, enable us to touch the hearts of men out there. We thank you because we are not going to remain the same. We are different in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, I, I was here last week on Sunday and I was like, wow, I'm going to minister after such a powerful, anointed man. And I was, I say to myself, wow, this is, this is not easy. And God told me, reminded me, it's, it's not you, it's me. You are a vessel, it is me speaking and I enable every man to speak. So I'm going to continue with the anointing. Because we, we are in the anointing series. Uh, and the other time I was here telling you that you were anointed. Yeah. So I was told, yeah. Are there still some people who don't know whether they are anointed? Yes. The anointing I was talking about is the anointing within. The anointing within is that anointing that is given to every believer. If you believed in Jesus Christ, you gave your life to him, then you were anointed. With the anointing within. That anointing is received by every believer. If you're born again, then you are anointed. Yeah, some people are looking at me and saying, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure you are anointed. And I'm looking at very anointed people right now. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very anointed. So that anointing within, we receive it when we get when we give our lives to Jesus Christ. The moment you believe that you're born again, you believe on what Jesus did on the cross, then you 
receive that anointing. But there is another anointing. Yes, there is another anointing. Even Jesus had all these anointings that I'm talking about. He had the anointing within. But he also had the anointing upon. Now, the anointing upon is different. It, this anointing, is, it comes through inheritance. When you have a father, a spiritual father, you serve this father or mother. Yes, you serve that anointed man of God. The mantle that is upon their life, God picks and puts on you. I'll give an example like Moses. Moses, God received the spirit from him and put it on the 70 elders. They too became anointed like Moses was. So this anointing upon, it comes when you serve a man or woman of God, you are diligent. Hmm? You serve them like the disciples served Jesus. They really, really were with him wherever he went. Through the thick and thin, they were obedient to him. They sacrificed. Hey, this one comes at a cost. Hmm. The other one you just accept and boom, you are anointed. This one comes at a cost where you have to sacrifice, you have to be obedient, you have to humble yourself and serve this man of God so that that which is on their lives, God picks, not the man. No, not the man. It is God who picks from that which he put on this man or woman of God and he puts on you. That is the anointing upon that even the disciples when Jesus sent them out and he said go they, he didn't tell them now you have to first be like this because they had served him they had sacrificed many things and they were obedient they didn't know that this anointing was already upon their lives so when they went out they were shocked demons were fleeing they rose the dead Miracles, signs, and wonders were all over. And they came back excited to Jesus. Jesus, can you imagine? Demons were listening to us. They obeyed us. And Jesus looked at them and said, yeah, they had to. Because you are anointed. Hallelujah. So today I want us to look at something very, very beautiful. Because the anointing makes a difference in everyone's life. Yeah, you can't be anointed and you stay at the same level. That is why on Wednesday, Pastor Alex was telling us great and mighty things. Those things are not far away. They are for you and me. Yeah, they are not for those people out there. No, they are meant for you. Hallelujah. They are meant for you. I want us to read from the book of Luke. From the book of Luke, chapter 4. Hey, you may think now... This woman is telling us stories. No. Let us look at our role model, our blueprint. Hey, the author and finisher of our faith. How was he? Hey, his name is Jesus. So the Bible says, Luke chapter 4 from verse 18. Listen to this. We'll go all the way to 21. 
The spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is Jesus speaking. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. Thank you. To set at liberty those that are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. Hallelujah. When you are anointed, like it or not, you're going to be separated. The anointing separates you. The anointing makes sure it puts you on a spotlight. Are you there? The anointing cannot leave you in an ordinary place. Never. When you are anointed, you're always out there. Look at David. The moment he got anointed, people started knowing about him. The moment he was anointed three times, people knew the whole of Israel started eh, saying words about him. Now the anointing brings fame in your life. It makes you famous. You can't be anointed and you're hidden under a table. No. Because it is a light. It is God himself upon your life and in your life. So God cannot be hidden down there. Hallelujah. Just like Jesus, hmm, he had to remind himself that he was anointed. Yeah. So when Jesus spoke this scripture, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me. Yeah? We know that we are anointed. And we've looked at the effects of the anointing. Hallelujah. Yeah, for those who are taking notes, by the way, today's sermon is how to progress in the anointing. Yeah. How to progress in the anointing. Did you know that you're not anointed to sit and warm that chair? Hey, you're not anointed to chill and relax and feel good, you know, and look good. Yeah, and people cheer you up and say, yay, you're anointed. No, you are anointed for a purpose. You are not anointed to be hidden in your house. Hey, someone watching online is saying, I'm in my house. Yeah. You got to get out. <laughs> yeah. So the anointing makes you famous. Just like Jesus. In this scripture, he had come to the synagogue several times. Many times. And this time he was so famous. People knew him. That everyone around loved him. And they cheered out for him because he was anointed. So, when you are anointed, people are going to notice you. At your workplace, they are going to notice you. 
When people ask to, uh, when they put the agenda, they will put you to give the opening prayer. And you'll wonder and say, how did they know? My dear, you're anointed. <laughs> you are very anointed. In your family, they will put you on the agenda to give a speech when you didn't know. Why? You are anointed. But this anointing is not just to sit on it. Uh, you can actually choose to be anointed and sit down and relax and do nothing about it. Huh, that anointing can kill you, by the way, because it is God. He wants to do things. He wants to be seen through you. So that is now another dangerous side. But there's also this side of you decide you're anointed, so you're gonna use it your way. Be famous. People get to know you, and life moves on. Jesus was like this. He was anointed, but very famous. The anointing distinguished him. It separated him. People looked at him and said, yeah, we want to be like this guy. One day people are going to want to be like you. Hey, because you are very, very anointed. People are going to want to look like you. And they are going to want to even have children <laughs> that look like yours. <laughs> and the, the anointing does something. <laughs> hmm? So the anointing, yeah, it makes sure that you are separated. You are distinguished. You are set apart. You are on the spotlight hmm? that people see you. Yeah, but we are not anointed just for that. Tell your neighbor, there is more to this. There is more to the anointing upon your life. Tell them, come on now. Tell them there is more to the anointing upon your life. Hey, you need to, we need to preach together because someone still thinks they are not anointed. <laughs> yeah. So we say that Jesus' fame was too much. Yeah? He was followed by so many people. So many. But look at what he decides to do. When he comes to the synagogue this time, he decides to say, I am going to look for that particular... He knew the scripture. He didn't just open the book of Isaiah and say, anywhere I open is where I will read. No. He was intentional to read this scripture that the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why? He wanted to let the people know, by the way, he was in his hometown where they didn't even believe him. He wanted to let them know the reason for his fame. He wanted to let them know the reason why he was anointed. There is a purpose to your anointing. You are not anointed to sit back. Hallelujah. You are anointed to progress. And the way you're going to progress in this anointing, you must know the reason for your being anointed. You can't progress when you don't know. You know, it's very easy to forget why you were anointed. 
Very easy. Because it makes you famous. Look at me. I'm here talking to you. I can choose to tell you my words. And the next day God will show me. <laughs> because you're his people. That he loves. Tell your neighbor you're loved. You're loved by the Father. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So, you are anointed for a reason. And in order to progress in this anointing, we are looking at Jesus. What did he do? He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. It is the spirit that anoints you not yourself, to preach the gospel to the poor. Why did he begin with that? To preach the gospel to the poor. What is the gospel? The gospel is good news, good tidings. And the gospel is simple. Here at the city church, we simplified it. Yeah, and the bright students are in the house. Because of, yeah, they are somewhere around here, yeah? <laughs> because of Jesus and by Jesus, I have been given a right standing with God. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> so the gospel is simple. Jesus died for you and I. We believe what he did on the cross set us free. And now we are no longer sinners. We are the righteousness of God. That is the gospel. As simple as that. Nothing more. <laughs> to preach. So you have been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. Yeah. There are people who are very rich in this physical world. But yet too poor in the spiritual realm. That when you look at them in the spirit, you will shed tears on their behalf. Yeah. So the gospel is to both the poor in spirit and physically. Because a poor person is unable to help themselves. Their hands are both tied. They can't do anything to set themselves free. They are poor. They can't access anything. So those people who have no access, nothing... They're unable to support themselves. That is, those are the ones I'm talking about. Physically and spiritually. So in order for you to, pro to progress in this anointing, you must know that you have to be relevant to the kingdom of God. Your relevancy, your knowledge of your relevancy to the kingdom of God helps you progress in the anointing. It helps you. Otherwise, you will be anointed and sit on that chair forever if you don't understand this. Yeah? The moment you grasp the fact that you need to be relevant to the kingdom, the anointing upon your life will start working. It will work. That is why we labor and say, please join MCs. Please do whatever you can. But yet, even at your workplace, that anointing still operates. You know, God is, I was praying today and God was telling me, I am sending out corrupt people out of those big offices. 
I am looking for the anointed people who are going to take up their position and be relevant to the kingdom even in those big spaces. So there's an office waiting for you. But you need to know you, you need to know that you have to be relevant to the kingdom. You have to produce fruit. Yeah? That is how we progress in the anointing. That is why Jesus decided to read from this particular... He looked at the people in the synagogue. It wasn't his first time there. And he said, I'm going to read from here so that they know why I have been anointed. Not to give them bread. Not to just be famous and they say, yeah, Jesus, go. Woo! No. But for them to know that I came to preach the gospel to the poor. Our father always says, Pastor Alex, he always says that every time you see Jesus, you put yourself where Jesus is. Hey. So you are anointed. The spirit of the Lord is upon you. This was Jesus saying, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Talking about himself. But wherever Jesus is, put yourself. Because the Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. Hallelujah. And he left us to do greater works than he did. So today, the way you're going to progress in that anointing that is upon your life or that is within your life, you need to be relevant. You need to preach the gospel. Someone may tell me, I'm not a preacher like you. Oh, yeah. I'm not only a preacher. I'm also a teacher. I teach children. Yeah, grade five, grade six. Yeah. What are those things? International school. <laughs> yes. So, you need to be relevant. Even in that space that you're in. You need to preach the gospel with everything that you are. Many people are in offices and they've robbed money. And Jesus is looking and saying, wow. And when, you, when that person first entered that particular office, they said they were born again. Mm. So that's why God is deleting out some people. And his, their vacancies open. Yeah, some people's offices, some people don't know that their offices, heaven is already sending out, has put the place as vacant for their offices because it is tired. Hey, and it feels that they are equipped people. Uh, you need to apply for certain jobs. But you need to apply for certain jobs even before the people leave the offices. Hey, because you're anointed. Hallelujah. So where Jesus is, is where we put ourselves. The sole purpose of the anointing is to preach the gospel. Preach the good news. Preach to your neighbor. Preach to everyone around you. So Jesus was telling us, that is the reason for you being anointed. To preach good news. Preach to the poor. In every sphere that you are. 
Don't just say uh, those things are for pastors. No, <laughs> even doctors, this applies. Even engineers. Yeah, every area that you are. Even being a student. Yeah, even being a child in a home. That applies as well. I was giving you my testimony that me, I would tell my, my people, God is going to provide and he would provide. He did. Yeah? So this anointing that is upon your life is not just waste. It's not. So we need to preach the gospel. We need to be relevant to the kingdom. Pastor Alex has labored several times here about the gospel. And you wonder, sometimes people are like, the gospel again? The gospel again? Yeah. Even Jesus, his mandate is our mandate. And this is what he's saying. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. People who are wounded. To proclaim liberty to the captives. Here the captives are both those who are in captivity physically and those who are in captivity spiritually to sin. People who don't know that Jesus died for them. People who don't know what Jesus did on the cross. And that person is you, the anointed one. Hey, at one point I wanted to make this someone the anointed one. But you are the anointed one. Yeah? You are the anointed one and his anointing. <laughs> Don't wait for another person. Because we said where Jesus is, we put ourselves. Jesus is the anointed one. Tell your neighbor, you are the anointed one. And now tell them, I am the anointed one. Hey, heaven is counting on you. And that anointing has been given so that it works in your life. I was talking about serving a man. The disciples served Jesus. But even Jesus, actually, being God, he first put it aside and said, these things, I have to go like a man. He said, the spirit of the Lord. But we know him as Lord. Why did he say Lord? Because... He knew that he was also a man and needed the spirit of who? God the Father, whom he called Lord. Lord is a master. We don't do these things on our own. You need a master over your life. Even Jesus, who was God, recognized that. And he decided to go to John the Baptist to be baptized. Why? He would have told him, I know, because John said, I don't even have the guts to help you with your shoes, to remove them. And Jesus said, ah, I'm a man, I know. Please, I'm here, baptize me. And he was baptized. And then the spirit of the Lord came upon him. Many, many times, Jesus he had to recognize that he's also a man. Hey, 
but he has power and authority over him. That is why he decided to remind himself because many times fame will take us. You can start doing great things and you forget why you were anointed. Like those people in those offices. God gave them the job. They became rich. They forgot who sent them to that office because in their documents they are born again. I am a born again. But a born again Christian that's why some people don't want to hire us. Hmm. Because some people forgot the reason as to why they were anointed. Some people are just so bright, so brilliant in the areas that they work in. When someone makes a work plan, when someone designs a building, you look and say, are you from heaven? Are you Noah when he was building the ark? Because God has anointed you in every sphere of your life. But he has anointed you for the kingdom of God. To influence people. To bring people back to him. This is how this anointing will work in your life. Some of you are wondering, but the, the woman of God said I'm anointed. My life is ordinary. My dear, your life will not stay ordinary. If you recognize the reason for your being anointing. Preach. Preach to the brokenhearted. Preach to the captives. There are people who need to be set free. People are in prison. And we have been anointed for that reason. That is why I actualize. That is why Jesus had the guts to tell the disciples when they were in the boat. Why were you scared? I'm with you in the boat. Because he recognized that he's anointed. So he said, I'm with you. I am anointed. Nothing can happen to you. That is where our father gets it from. And he says, whoever is connected to me cannot fail. Hallelujah. Why? Because he knows Jesus is our model. He's our blueprint. So you as a person, whoever is connected to you cannot fail because you are anointed. You're very, very powerful. When demons look at you, they flee. They make way for you because you're anointed. But you're not anointed just to feel cozy and make it to heaven and say, Jesus, I was anointed. <laughs> no. For the kingdom of God, the gospel is key. Because people need to know what Jesus did for them on the cross. They need to know why he came. And very many are perishing. Very many. But they are waiting on you and I. The anointed ones. Hallelujah. So the sole purpose for the anointing is not for us to be famous. No. It is for us to follow after what Jesus did. He said, I have come to preach the gospel. I have been sent to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to recover sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, 
That is why when you as a Christian, the anointed of the Lord, you, they, they bring to you a person who is demon-possessed. You lay your hands on them and demons flee. Because you came to set the captives free. This is you I'm talking about. You are the one Isaiah was speaking about. Jesus quoted this verse from Isaiah chapter 61. Because he knew they were talking about him. And where Jesus is, we put ourselves. So even you, you have been called to shake all those demons. To shake the world. So one day in school, we were the born again people. I entered school in senior one and I was, I was not a stable Christian. <laughs> so when senior one ended, God dealt with me. When I went to senior two, I was a fire spitting Christian. And the director who liked me, he now started to shun away from me because I was born again. He said, yet he was also born again. And now this fateful day comes when people are attacked by demons in the boy's wing. They sent for us. They're born again. So they called me and my friends. Guys, come and we go and pray for the people. Come. So I got my friends and we went to the boy's wing. We started praying for these people who are demon-possessed. Demons started screaming and fleeing out of them. The director was in the school. So he came. You people are the ones who are bringing demons in this school. Said, okay. <laughs> but he was born again. He said, you're the ones bringing demons in our school. Okay. I'm going to expel you. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm in senior too. I said, wow, I've never been expelled my whole school. I've been a good girl. <laughs> so he took us to the office, started writing the letters. As he was writing the letters, other people got attacked by demons. Guess whom they called? They called us again. <laughs> he said, you go and pray for those people. Go. So he forgot about the letters he was writing. We started praying for people and demons went out of them. Yeah? So the anointing upon your life is not just to sit. There is more in you than you think. You are a great man and woman of God. Heaven looks at you and says we have a treasure in earthen vessels. We have a treasure in you. So the anointing on your life, allow it to operate. Allow it to work. Preach the gospel. Preach to the brokenhearted. Proclaim liberty. People out there need you. You're the one the world is waiting for. You are the Jesus the world is waiting for. And you're already here. We are not waiting for another Jesus. And that will help you progress in the anointing. The more you use the anointing, the more miracles, signs, and wonders happen in your life. The more you preach to people, the more you talk to people, the more you exercise this anointing, you're going to be taken to deeper levels, higher levels in the anointing. There are levels in the anointing. 
when you choose to serve a man of God or a woman of God, that anointing will definitely come on your life. But when it comes, what happens? What happens? The anointing is going to separate you. That's the truth. It's going to make you famous. For me, in my school, I was the first person in senior three to become the mama. And the only person there has never been. All the mamas were from senior five. But because the anointing of God was upon my life, it couldn't wait for me to reach senior five. In senior three, I became the mama over the whole school. But I knew that I wasn't just anointed to just feel sweet and good. That is why up to now people still say, are you still born again? Yeah. Oh yeah, you blessed my life. Why? Because I know I wasn't anointed to just feel good. I preached the gospel. I healed people. I prayed with people. I cried with people. Yeah. There are very many ministries God has given us to comfort people, to heal the brokenhearted. Very many gifts God has given you. You may say, ah, me, I'm not an usher. I, I don't even know the cameras like Gresco camera. How can I do this? I am not a good host like Elder Fee. Uh-uh. No. Me, I just like to organize things. Let me tell you, in every sphere that you are, the sole purpose for that anointing upon your life is for the kingdom. Tell your neighbor, benefit the kingdom. Be relevant. That is how you progress in the anointing. Hallelujah. Pastor Alex always tells us, he says, you people, there's too much in you and you don't know. The moment you don't exercise it, my dear, it will either go bad or you will see people rising above you that you are working with. And you want They recognized the anointing upon their life and they recognized that the reason for their being anointed is not just to sit and relax. It is to do God's work. The more you do God's work, he empowers you on a higher level. When you're leading one person, God will give you the strength of one person. When you're leading a hundred people, the anointing on your life will be for a hundred people. He can't give you the anointing of a hundred people when you're leading two people. Eh? Yeah. He can't. He can't give you the anointing of a thousand people when you're leading ten. Uh, hey. That is why you need to serve a man or woman of God. So that which is upon their lives, God picks and gives you the spirit on Pastor Martha. Hey. And gives you the spiritual elder fee. And he gives it to you. So people who don't want to serve, they are quick ways. And yet they need obedience, sacrifice, and humility. Even Jesus recognized that. And his anointing worked, by the way, from here. 
he seriously went and started doing miracles, signs and wonders. Because he recognized his place. Even when they hailed his name, he gives us bread. Wow. He didn't say, yeah. He didn't feel bossy. No. He knew. He said, eyes on them. What? The reason for my anointing. I have to preach. So he preached and preached and preached. Even when he died in hell, he still preached. Hey. Even when he resurrected, he preached. Even as he was going to heaven, he preached. And he's still preaching up to now in our hearts. So his mandate is our mandate. You are the Jesus I'm talking about. <laughs> preach. Preach in everything you are. Hey, preach. And the anointing on your life will we'll have no choice but to double. It will have no choice but to overflow. Because the people are many. You are ministering here, there, where? In your school, to your colleagues, to your partners, your friends, the border border guys, Lebanang. It's everywhere here. So the cup overflows. Hallelujah. As I'm finishing, I want to tell you, you were anointed for a purpose. You are ambassadors for Christ. Heaven's ambassadors. An ambassador represents a country. You represent heaven. When heaven is looking out upon the earth, it says, wafe. We have, a, we are confident. We equipped them. They are fully equipped. And not like, they lack nothing. We are sorted and heaven sits down. Then you wonder, why aren't miracles happening here? My dear, you're the one we are waiting for. Miracles are inside you. Signs and wonders are inside you. Your community is waiting for you. Your village is waiting for you. The Jesus of this generation is you. The anointed one of the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is you we are waiting for. You're the one. Heaven is counting on you. The ambassador. And you've been fully equipped with everything like Jesus was. So recognize that you are anointed and recognize the reason for your anointing. Then it will work in your life and you will wonder how you reach that level of anointing. But it is only doing the work of God. I understand very many miracles Jesus did. He didn't even, he also looked and said, oh, they've happened. Yeah, they've happened. I, I don't think he planned and said, I'm going to raise the dead. I'm going to, no. They just kept happening because the more you give out, the more you receive, the more your cup overflows. So get up on your feet, serve the men and women of God. Do the same, serve the people of God. Preach to every kind of person, the broken heart. There are people that I meet and I just cry with them and I also tell God, what is it? And we just cry. And after crying, the person is set free. So, tell your neighbor, 
I greet you, the Jesus of this generation. <laughs> the anointed one of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, King of glory, I want to thank you for every Jesus that you've put in this generation. The anointed men and women of God in earthen vessels that you've given to this world, O oh God. Father, I pray that in every sphere of life that you've put them, may they be the head and never the tail. May they be the Jesus that this world needs, O oh God. Father, I pray that every time remind them why you anointed them, Father. Remind them that you called them for a purpose, kingdom purpose, Lord. To preach to every kind of person, the sick, the, the brokenhearted, the weary, every kind of person, the poor, Lord. I pray that you work in their lives. Give them boldness. Give them strength. Use them mightily. And may the nations bow down to your name at their voice. I thank you because you're raising the next generation. You're raising great and mighty men and women of God. The Davids, the Elijahs, the Elishas. Thank you, Jesus, because you have anointed every man and woman of God here for great and mighty works. So may your name be lifted and glorified in their lives. In Jesus' name. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 0706-332-572 or 0776-579-679.